You're listening to Force Friends Rewatch, a Star Wars TV show podcast. From Rebels to Resistance and The Mandalorian to Ewoks, we've got you covered. Here's your warning, there will be spoilers. And there will be swearing, because our host just gets so gonk darn excited to talk about these good, good shows. I'm your host, Andy. And I'm Ryan? Wait. I mean, wait. Wait. Hold on. I, hang on a second. I feel weird. <laughs> this is so weird. Uh, clearly, I am not Andy. And I'm obviously not Ryan. You might be. I mean, I'm, my, my I first, can't see you my, right now. My name does start with R. Hi, I'm Brittany. And I'm Reed. And we're going to be your hosts for today. Welcome. I'm Please. sorry in advance. <laughs> Do come in. <laughs> um, Have hey, a seat it is. on these fine leather, leather <laughs> chairs. Uh, Would you like some buckle, brandy? Buckle up before we go into hyperspace. Huh? Pun, huh? Pun, punch it. Pu- punch it, Chewy. Uh, uh, who uh, shot first, though? Han always shoots yeah, first. Always. Um, he always shoots prematurely. <laughs> oh, is that how that happened? I mean, oh. listen. Hey. He's not as cool as Lando. He never will be. No, no it's true. Um, so we're going to be your host for today. And uh, we cannot thank Andy and Ryan enough for letting us um, take over during uh, this amazing April Galactic Warp. Yes. Um, but we'll get into that more later. I, I think that um, at the heart of this are the two episodes that Reed and I are going to be talking about today. Yes, I'm, right. I, not one, but two episodes. But two. And there's of- a reason for that. Um, I, and, and I'm just going to I'm just going to put this out there. Reed and I are really big Sabine fans. Yeah. Like real big. <laughs> Um, for me personally, I don't know if it's because I want to be her or be with her. Uh, I mean, honestly, same. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I I have a wife and a child, but do I want to be with Sabine? I mean, she's cool as hell. Yeah, I mean, she's pretty if dope, I'm, man. If I'm being a hundred percent honest, yeah, my wife is a little bit like Sabine. As is mine. So, uh, are we both playing out our 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 fan person? Yeah, our rebel, our rebels, um, fan. Are we uh, are are we shipping ourselves with Sabine? Yeah, I think that's actually what I we're think doing. That might have uh, been what for, happened. Good for pass us for making that decision. Yeah. Um, so we're going to be talking about um two episodes in season three, um, and these are episodes uh, fifteen and sixteen. Yes. Um, so, uh, go ahead. Sorry, I apologize, Ryan Reed. <laughs> that's very, that's very okay, Andy Brittany. Um, <laughs> it's, it's like I'm saying Andy Rooney, but <laughs> yeah. not uh, the same at all. No, definitely not. Yeah. So we are covering uh, episode 15 of season three, uh, called "Trials of the Dark Saber," 
and also episode 16 of the same season called Legacy of Mandalore. Hell yeah. Um, I've been uh, a fan of Mandalore lore uh, <laughs> for a very long time. Manda hyphen lore. Yes, the Manda lore. Um, for quite some time before the Baby Yoda show came out, which I do love, but um, I when I first started I'm watching sorry, Rebels, the, the Baby Yoda show <laughs> is that how you're going to refer to it? Uh, yeah, isn't that what it's called? No. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what it's called. Carry on. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Um, I will say that uh, I, I was I, I am a more recent fan to the um, the television shows. So I just started watching Rebels towards the end of last year and uh, went through it real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Sped through that bad boy very quick. Um, but I loved that Sabine was from uh mandalore and I'm, I'm really glad that they actually gave it more than just like a, a nod like there were two dedicated episodes and, and more throughout but really these these two episodes that that kind of went into it um especially for sabine's storyline yeah i agree um i i mean like britney i've been a star wars fan for my entire life um and i knew about rebels when it was first airing, but didn't have cable at the time. So I didn't watch it. Um, and then got into watching it again. The eh, beginning of last year, I bought season one of rebels on Amazon and just devoured it. Yeah. And then, you know, tried to find somewhere to watch it online. And, uh, now that I have a kid, I'm really bad at finding, <laughs> uh less legal ways to find uh <laughs> audio and video like sure, sure i haven't i honestly haven't torrented anything in probably four years you have a so, family now man i know i know um but yeah um when uh disney plus launched i watched the shit out of it and then mm. got my wife into it as well so yep. That's always a plus. It is nice when you can watch it with your little fam, bam. Yeah. Um, so uh, I did a little refresher. I watched these two episodes um, today, actually, just to record this. Um, and um, I think I appreciated the actual second go around and uh, the little bits that um, Kanan really like. Sabine tries his patience a lot, but also the way that Kanan interacts with Sabine um, yeah. in the Trials of the Dark Saber uh, is one of my one of my favorites. I think yeah. um, it's it's nice to have somebody different than just Ezra being Ezra um, and Kanan uh, being Kanan. It's nice right. to see Kanan with another uh, person that he is trying to teach even though deep down Kanan does not want to be he does not want to be a teacher whatsoever no yeah he I mean if I'm looking back at season one like mm. specifically season one yeah. like he was not ready to be a teacher oh at all yeah and by this time like he's into the groove of it I feel like he's into the groove of it by this time and it has accepted his part as a teacher 
um, yeah. as a master. Um, but I think taking on someone who isn't as connected with the force mm-hmm. or isn't as open to the force, yeah, so, you know, someone as, as in Sabine, um, mm-hmm. it makes it a little more difficult. Yep. But also he, <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to say it. He definitely, um, mansplains things a bit. Oh, all the time. And <laughs> yeah, like I think, especially when Hera isn't around, yeah, <laughs> to like put him in check. Yeah, but, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. No, that's fine. I mean, that's what I was gonna say. Like Hera, like mm. he he has like hollow conference calls with Hera, and she's like, "Um, are you maybe <laughs> holding back and being a dick because she's not a Jedi?" Actual words, which I found interesting that they, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> especially in a children's show, like, yeah, right? Wow. Um, yeah, I think, uh, you know what this kind of reminded me of was, um, a bit of like Avatar, The Last Airbender. Um, there was a bit of like, uh, when Aang is trying to learn, you know, uh, earth bending or fire bending and, and just trying to like center himself. But every time there's always kind of that one, uh, either teacher or someone. And, um, that, that's a bit of what this kind of reminded me of. Yeah. I and think. I guess we're, we're jumping a little ahead. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. No, that's, that's my fault because I definitely jumped ahead. Um, but yeah, so Essentially, this takes place. I'm trying to remember if it's like two episodes after um, Sabine and Ezra and Kanan fight. Um, they they go to. Oh, my God. What is the name of the planet? My brain just shut off. Um, Dathomir. Um, yes. And they essentially fought back these Night Sister spirits, essentially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and found the dark saber. Yep. Um, Sabine knew what it was immediately, and once they got back to Chopper Base, um, she gave it to Kanan because that's my Chopper impression. I Sorry. appreciate it and I love it. It's actually, hey Ronnie, we're just gonna um, we're just gonna do this whole episode as Chopper. <laughs> yeah, hope you don't mind. <laughs> I hope you don't mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Oh wow, we are professionals. <laughs> uh, real quick, just a little sidebar. Um, the dark saber is an ancient uh, black bladed lightsaber. Um, that the like first Mandalorian ever in- inducted into the Jedi Order used. Yep. Let's just kind of preface that. So it is a very um specific lightsaber to the Mandalorians. It's it's very important. Um, and so Sabine, of course, uh, being from Mandalore, even though she hasn't been home in quite some time, knew like right away. Boom! I know exactly what the heck this thing is. Yep. Exactly. Yep. So, yeah, she basically hands it off to Kanan and then uh, they get back to Chopper Base and two, three episodes later, this this one, um, Trials of the Darksaber happens. Um, yep. Starts off there at Chopper Base and 
Kanan says, hey, uh, basically calls, um, oh my God, what is his name? I knew all of these names and now they're gone from my head. Uh, uh, Rao, is that right? Yeah, Finn, Finn Rao. Yeah, um, yeah. one of the protectors yeah. of Mandalore that has now sided with uh, the rebels. Yes. Uh, basically pulls him in and hands him the Darksaber and Rao lights it up, ignites it and goes, essentially says, oh shit, I know what this is. Yeah. And says, basically, if Sabine wields it, she could reunite Mandalore. Yeah. Um, which is yeah. rad. <laughs> but Sabine has already stated, like, she doesn't want it. She doesn't want anything to do with it. She yeah. doesn't want to lead. Yeah. Jump right. cut to basically everyone pulling Sabine into uh, like the briefing, the ready room of the, of the ghost. Yeah. And kind of bullying her into it, which was frustrating to see. Yeah. That she doesn't get to have like her own agency with it. No. To begin with, but then she kind of accepts it once she's out training. Yeah. Yeah. I think she understands the significance uh, as much as she doesn't want to have to. And I don't necessarily, uh, and this is me just, I don't know, putting this on her, uh, a character, but like she is young. Um, and as much as maybe she doesn't want to be like this unifier, I think she does not want to go back to Mandalore because you find out a lot more about her family and about um, just the dynamics of her family and who they are on Mandalore. Um, yep. And what she thinks they're going to think if she comes back. Well, so you think, find out why she left, too, to yeah, begin with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess we can get into that because, like, after she agrees to train, Ezra Kanan and... and, and uh, Finn. And, and, well, Ezra, Ezra Kanan and Sabine go yes. out into, like, the, the area where the Bandu lives. And mm -hmm. that is where Kanan is going to train her. Um to use the dark saber yeah ezra being ezra is trying to make light of a situation and also kind of like jab and like poke fun at mm -hmm. um sabine and is like oh we're out here not just for your safety and for your um so that you, there's there's less distractions and you can you can actually concentrate but also to protect everybody else in chopper base you know, and it's kind of a dick yeah. about it, yeah. which is frustrating to see um, because I feel like Ezra's come a long way by this point in the show, but he's still uh, an arrogant little kid <laughs> yeah. for, for yeah. lack of a better phrase. Um, but so they're out there and then Kanan doesn't want her to train with the Darksaber right away. They have practice sabers. It's a whole thing. Yeah, and really the practice sabers are just kind of a long stick. <laughs> yeah. Um, but through this, you know, Kanan is like, you need to, in true Jedi fashion, let go of your past and mm -hmm. stop holding on to things and that you're you're just blocking yourself. Um and but not, you know, in a very Kanan way and, and yeah. not a very um Hey, I understand some shit may have gone down and you know, it's okay. Let's talk about it. It's like a dude, just do this. Like get over it. Everything yeah. is fine. Um, Hey, little side note about Kanan. Can I tell you how 
big of a mind like it blew my freaking mind when I, I i learned that was freddie prince jr oh really yeah like because it doesn't really sound like freddie prince jr like he, he does something with his voice a bit I a don't little know. bit but it knowing who it is now yeah i couldn't see anyone else playing him yeah yeah so <laughs> uh so uh, and i guess you know, he couldn't see anyone else playing him either because ew. he can't see anyway anyway we digress into Kanan. um and so she kind of is like dude you're being a dick and i'm done with this and kind of walks away yep (laughs) um and of course hera is like hey kanan you're being kind of a dick yeah stop stop (laughs) being stop being a fuckhead yeah um and you know essentially uh at this point Kanan was like she's not ready to wield the dark saber and Hera's like why don't you just give her a chance like yeah stop being so dense and um i think once Sabine um return comes back uh you know and Kanan does offer her the dark saber um i think that's when her training really begins because it also yeah. showed a trust from Kanan yeah. um that she could wield it Sabine is also kind of forced, not forced, but like she's got to basically explain why she left, why she feels guilty. Um, well, right, and- because because as as they start going through the training and through the different um, poses and and, yeah. and um, combat stances for for lightsabers, he's like, "You're you're not fighting me right now. You're fighting yourself because I know you're better than this." Yeah, you're a you're a better warrior than this. You've I've seen you do things like you you have abilities like use them. Stop holding back. Yeah. Stop fighting against yourself. Right. And then she basically just like unleashes. And. Is like, you want to know why I hold back? You want to know why I left? You want to know blah? Like she just lets it all out. Yeah. And like in this this moment of like what i would assume is catharsis for her to just like be beating the shit out of Kanan while yeah. like verbalizing all of her frustrations that she's right. been that have been penned up for as long as she's been with yep. ghost ghost squadron like yeah. um and we find out that she didn't just leave mandalore and leave her family she essentially like dropped out of the Imperial Academy. Yeah. Um, because she developed weaponry that the Empire then turned around and used on Mandalorians. Yep. So she uh, felt that she'd created this thing that was basically killing her own people. Yep. Um you know, I I think um, it was a really great scene to watch her kind of confess all this. And, Mm -hmm. you know, after she does and she explains like, you know, seeing that the weapons were being used against her own people and she wanted to make up for it by saving them from the Empire. Mm -hmm. Um, And then she saw her family, what she thought was turning their backs on her um, due to their fear of the Empire. And then it kind of like, I think, clicks for Kanan and Ezra and Rao. And they basically just tell her, like, they profess their loyalty to her, 
to Sabine and just say, you know, like no matter what happens, um, they're there for her. Right. This, even if your family didn't stick with you, this family has always got your back. Yeah. Which I thought was really nice and really profound because like Rao hasn't really been around that long at this point. Yeah. But the fact that like he sees in her like really good leadership qualities and like understands that is she that she is from one of the most powerful families on Mandalore. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, they basically pledge their loyalty to her and that's fantastic. So that that's what happens in um episode 15 Trials of the Dark Saber. Yep. Um it was written by Dave uh Filoni who does a lot with uh well, he's done a lot a, for a, Rebels. A lot with Star Wars in general, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that brings us to Legacy of Mandalore, where Mandalore. all the lore of Manda happens. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry. So, uh, basically, Sabine's dealing with not only having to wield this Darksaber, but great, gonna go see mom and dad and my brother. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Super happy about this. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. And the episode starts off with them flying into, uh, is it Cronest? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that how it's Cron- pronounced? That's what I thought. Yep. Um, they're basically flying into this, this ancestral home of the, the clan of Ren. Yep. Um, and she's like, oh shit, I should probably let them know who we are. Yeah. So they don't blast us out of the sky. And Ezra's like, ha, you're kidding. You're not uh, kidding. That's fantastic. Ha ha ha. And she's <laughs> no, uh, no. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, dip. Here's some Mandalorians with jetpacks. Ah, uh, poop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and they're firing on us. Rad. Cool, 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 cool. They land. They get out of the ship. The Mandalorians that are there basically kind of start firing upon them. And they're uh, like Ezra and Kanan are deflecting with their lightsabers and Ezra deflects one of the pew pews and um, it hits one of the Mandalorians uh, in the shoulder and um, it happens to be like Sabine's brother. Yep. Yeah. So we find out that basically the entire clan of Ren has has pledged loyalty to and fealty essentially to the emperor um, is now working for the empire. It's no bueno it's no good yeah. at this point he's like ah oh, sabine and then they go and basically see uh mama ren yep <laughs> sabine's mom um countess is it ursa yes yep um and uh she's kind of uh she's kind of a total b she's kind of a real big b yeah um and uh basically um She's like, uh, yeah, mom, I've got the dark saber. <laughs> yep. Um, and uh, her mom is still kind of like, you know, did you did you take it from whoever in right, combat? You, you you defeated Darth Maul. Yeah. In combat, and she's like, no. <laughs> then you have um, no claim to the saber. Is essentially what she tells Sabine. Uh, and then Sabine's like, I mean, I'm wielding it, so I think that's claim enough. And I was like, damn. <laughs> right. I thought that was badass as hell. My mom would have been like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, time out." <laughs> you go um, stand in the corner and think about what you yeah. just said to me. You do yeah. not talk back to your mother. 
uh, there's a whole bit where Sabine and her brother kind of come back together and her brother's like, oh, let's go train a bit. And, um, you know, they're kind of sparring and uh, Kanan and Ezra are basically in what kind of is like a, a throne, throne room. room. Yeah. Um, with, uh, with Sabine's Ursa. mom. Yeah. And uh, she's kind of like, you know, what what rights do you guys have being here? Like, um, my daughter basically made a weapon to kill our people. Uh, my husband is being held hostage and you want us to join a rebellion? Like, nah. Right, exactly. Uh, not so much. Um, and kind of uh, sells them out to... Uh, yeah, Gar Saxon. Yeah. Who is exchange. the emperor's like right hand in this area. Yeah. And uh, who is also Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's not great. That's not great. No. <laughs> um, and, you know, basically, um, Ursa says, well, I'll give you these two rebels if you just give me Sabine's freedom. And of course, Gar is like, uh, nah, we're going to take all of them. I'm um, basically saying all of Clan Wren are traitors to the Empire. And uh, y'all can go kiss your asses goodbye. Yeah, it's basically is, a triple cross. Yeah. Um, and uh, I can't remember. Maybe you can remember what like kind of ticks Sabine off to this might be happening. Her brother says, something. Oh, they're, they're fighting in they're They're sparring. Yes. And Sabine, he and Sabine are talking during their spar. And Tristan, her brother mentions that like Gar Saxon is on the way to collect. Oh, the Jedi. Right. yes, 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 yes. Um, so then she rushes so she off to the throne room and leaves Tristan behind. Yep. And then when she shows up, Gar Saxon is there. And then Gar Saxon is like, oh, okay, cool. Now I have all of you. Yep. Uh, peace out, Girl Scout. You're all mine now. And, and um, uh, some fighting ensues. Yeah, Sabine's pretty much like, hey, hey, bro, I've got the dark saber. Yeah. And of course, Gar Saxon is like, well, I want it. So well, uh, technically, she I doesn't have it at this point. Her mother has it and hands yeah. it over to Gar and Gar yeah. has it. Yes, uh, and Sabine has uh, Ezra tosses Ezra's, her yeah, his Ezra's lightsaber. lightsaber, and then Ezra's like, "I'm gonna go protect her." And uh, Sabine's mom was like, "That's not the Mandalorian way." Um, yeah, one of them once they're engaged in battle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sabine basically kicks his ass, gets the lightsaber out of his hand, and has both Ezra's lightsaber and the dark saber kind of crossed at his throat. Yep. Um, and says yield, and he's like, "I'm never gonna yield. You'll have to kill me." And that's not Sabine's way, right? So she basically pretty cool stands up, takes both the lightsaber, Ezra's lightsaber, and the dark saber, and starts walking away. And then Gar Saxon pulls out like a dagger, yeah, if I remember correctly, um, yep. from like his boot. And before Saxon can do any, oh, it's you know what? It's a blaster. Um, not a not a dagger. Um, he pulls like a a little baby blaster out of his boot, and yeah. before Sabine can even turn around and Gar can do anything, her mom Ursa has shot Saxon in the chest. Yep. And 
I don't know. I feel like that is like the her mom realizing like maybe we should trust Sabine a bit more. Maybe she does have the best interest of her people. Well, and she also proved the hell out of herself by defeating Gar yeah. Saxon. Yep. 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 By holding her own and, and taking him down. Yep. So um, basically they all regroup and they're about to take off and Sabine essentially says she's staying back. She isn't going to wield the dark saber. She isn't going to lead Mandalore, but yeah. she's going to find out who should Rao says that he's sticking around too to help her. Yep. Being a uh, good, good Mandalorians. Yeah. So, uh, two really awesome, awesome episodes of our favorite, uh, gal Sabine there. Yeah. There's a lot of, there was a lot of like growth in those yeah. two episodes, but also like sure. we learned a lot as well, not only about her, but about like Mandalore and like the clans and like their, I guess, inherent hierarchy. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it was like, I really enjoyed both these episodes and like, obviously I have a lot of other things that I'm doing right now, but I want to go back and like rewatch the entire series again. Yep. Because I'm a monster. Um, and I don't have enough going on in my life the way it is. Do, do any of us come on? No, that's true. Um, yeah. So it, these two episodes are really great. I think there's a lot of growth for not just Sabine, but our other characters as well. Um, even though it focuses a lot on Sabine's storyline. Yeah. I think there's some um, growth for Kane in here, which is, is good to see. Yeah, for sure. That's okay. that. That's, that's, that's the recap. Um, and you know, Hey guys, we have a lot of time to kill right now, being in our homes, social distancing the way that it should be. Um, you know, watch these episodes even if you've watched rebels go back like yeah it is just real it's a real fun time um go back and watch the entire thing i don't i don't know i don't know your life maybe you've got more time but um <laughs> these, <laughs> these are definitely really um really solid episodes that hold up i yeah. when when uh people were talking about doing the the uh april the galaxy warp, warp. yeah i I just kind of messaged Reed and was like, dude, we should do. We should do Rebels. Yes. And uh, it was between this and a couple of Kanan episodes. And I think um, Sabine needed some love. It's true. And our, I think I think our inherent love of Sabine. Yeah. Um, definitely won that that argument for sure. Real quick. Real quick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So thank you to. Uh, Andy and Ryan for letting us uh, take over for an episode. We hope you guys yeah. enjoyed it. Um, uh, we're two goobers that are nerds and like to talk about this stuff anyway. Yeah. Um, and yeah, thanks. Thanks, you two. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you both. And hopefully uh, we did an okay job. <laughs> uh, yeah, I hope so. Um, we're not, we're I, not really recappers. Um, no, so, although we try to be in our that's show. True. That's true. Uh, if you want to hear us recapping things that aren't really done well, recapping, um, you can listen to our podcast, What You Call It. Uh, <laughs> we are also on the Lunar Light Network. 
And um, we we like to recap a lot of shows like uh, Winona Earp. And we have a little Mandalorian. <laughs> yep. The Castalorian, podcast. which is cast- a podcast <laughs> within a podcast. Uh, it's the the cast. <laughs> it's the Castalorian, the Mandalorian podcast. Yes. Yeah. Uh, a podcast within a podcast. So uh, if you want to hear us ramble more, especially about Baby Yoda, you can listen to that. Um, I'm sure at some point we also talk about Rebels. And if we haven't, we will talk about it more. Um, but with that, I, I feel unless there was anything else you wanted to mention. No, I'm Ryan good. Reed. I'm I am okay. good, Andy Britt. Um, I just I, I want to leave us with this quote um, from Ursa Wren to Sabine saying anyone can hold the dark saber. The trick is keeping it along with your head. And that's the show. That's wow. that's where we're going that's, that's to end this episode. I don't know why Thanks. I felt like jumping into <laughs> like fucking uh, CSI. <laughs> you like putting my sunglasses on and taking them back off uh, can you imagine ursa ren doing that <laughs> or what if it's like a very dramatic scene like in like a, a csi like svu and it's like bong bong <laughs> the next scene. uh all right have watch watch these episodes Just thanks ronnie them, please Lunar Light Studio. Pretty, witty, and gay.